Imagine laying alone in bed, lying, laying, one of them. It's dark and you open your eyes in a panic because you can sense someone else is there. Their presence is dark and evil. As you lay there wondering, is this a dream? Am I dreaming? The darkness in front of you seems to get darker. It, it almost has a shape. You try to move, but you can't. You try to scream, but you can't. It gets closer and closer. You can feel the air getting thicker around you. It's hard to breathe. It's even hard to think. You close your eyes, hoping when you open them, it'll all just go away and you'll wake up. But when you open your eyes, the dark figure hovers above you. Your chest feels tight. What's wrong with me? What is what's happening? Somebody please help me. What is going on? Well, if you want to know what that is. Bitch, you probably experienced sleep paralysis and that shit is scary as fuck. And guess what? That's what we're going to talk about today. <laughs> that was a fun little intro. Yeah. Warning, this podcast episode is extremely creepy as Just wanted to warn you guys about that. <laughs> What's going on, Wi-Fi and data users? It's your audible boo thing, Amber Smiles Jones, and welcome to the best podcast ever recorded with the Anchor app. That's right, professionally silly. Damn, I think very highly of myself, don't I? It was quite the intro. (laughs) This is the podcast where you get to experience some silly, random, creepy, and of course, the weird. In short, we experience the world on a comical level. Brought to you by my search engine, yay. (laughs) So last week, we talked about last meal request for death row inmates and what they did to be put on death row. And it was creepy. It was a creepy ass episode. I I have to tell you, I learned so much about death row researching that podcast episode. So if you ever want a uh, death row how to, um, it's pretty much that podcast. If you ever want to figure out how to get on death row, listen to that. Uh, <laughs> no, I feel like I should say that I don't condone. Uh, I don't condone murder. Here at Professionally Silly, like my legal team has urged me to acknowledge that. I I did, okay? Calm down, Steven. They're aware. So, (laughs) he's very good. (laughs) So, if you haven't heard that podcast episode yet, guess what? It's not too late. You can take a listen right after this episode. So, yeah. The link is below in the episode notes. And, um, oh, you know what? Uh, Let me tell you something, guys. If you are a newbie to the Professionally Silly Podcast, I'm telling you, you're about to enjoy yourself thoroughly. 
We get silly up in here. I don't know why I whispered that. Was that creepy? Let me know. I don't know. Uh, So this week, we are going to talk about sleep paralysis and a few scary stories about it. Ooh, (laughs) I guess I should probably explain what sleep paralysis is, huh? Well, before we get to that, I have a favor to ask. (laughs) If you are listening to this podcast on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, uh, please rate and review Professionally Silly. This is this is actually um, it's a good way to get my podcast out there, actually, and heard by new listeners, which is dope as fuck. So uh, you know, plus it's free to leave a review, support your girl, and share the Professionally Silly podcast with a friend. Rate, review, subscribe, all that. If you enjoy the Professionally Silly podcast, give me a call. Uh, If you have Anchor app, you can message me there. Or if you don't, you can always text or call my Google voice number and let a girl know what you think about me. 805-664-1828. Once again, 805-664-1828. Or you can tweet me on Twitter at TrueSmilesJones. All that is in the episode notes below. Um, Hit me up about this or any podcast episode that I've done. It's always awesome to hear from you guys. The Smile Squad. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you know what? And those for you who are interested in starting your own podcast, guess what? It's free. And I'm going to show you how you can do it. Yes, honey, come and join the podcasting community and share your voice here on Anchor. Have some fun. Share your voice with the world because your voice matters too. Plus, you can talk about whatever the fuck you want and you can use profanity. See? Damn. Penis. Bitch. You know, etc. <laughs> I don't know why I said penis. All right, so let's get back to sleep paralysis, shall we? So the internet defines it uh, as the moment during waking up or falling asleep. A person is aware but unable to move or speak. Now, during an episode, one may hallucinate. Uh, they may feel or hear or, or see or even see things that aren't there, which often you know, results in you know, being fucking terrified out of your brains. <laughs> now, it's kind of like your brain wakes up before your body or something like that. It's, it's a very uncomfortable and terrifying feeling. And I, <laughs> I would, I would know because I definitely have experienced it before a few times, actually. And, um, you know, have you ever just like woken up in the middle of the night, confused or disoriented it's 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 similar to that except you can't move speak or sometimes even breathing is difficult plus you get to see the scariest shit that you can imagine all at the same time so yeah it's a wonderful experience Uh, (laughs) so (laughs) it's not at all Uh, sleep paralysis happens when your body and brain are like bro i can't find you we need to link up you know, but they can't quite find each other. So, all right, guys. So when <laughs> we about to get real sciency up in here, okay? Sciency. Yeah, I make up words because I'm awesome. So, so uh, when you're sleeping, your brain has to go through several different cycles. One of them is the the REM cycle. R E M stands for the rapid eye movement, which is when you're in the deepest sleep. 
and where your dreams tend to happen. See, this is when your brain paralyzes your body just a little bit. So don't freak out (laughs) your brain. Your brain's trying to have your back. Okay. So you don't do anything stupid, like hurt yourself or others while you're asleep. Okay. Now, sometimes when you're in this cycle, you could regain consciousness, but your brain doesn't realize that your body is still asleep. So now you can't move. That's the sciency way to describe, uh, to describe sleep paralysis. Now, a lot of people tend to hallucinate in this state. Uh, that would explain the sightings of aliens or ghosts or even demons. Now, when you finally wake up completely, you're panicking and you're confused. But now your body has finally caught up with your brain. So you're ready to kick some ass or you make a U-shaped hole in the hall as you run out the room. Yeah, so I've done that before. I, I, I've tried to make a U, a, a me-shaped hole in the wall. Uh, did not work out. Hurt myself a lot. That only happens in cartoons. Use the door. So pretty much fight or flight, bitches. That's, that's what's going to happen. So yeah. That's the um, the sciency way to explain sleep paralysis. I'm really interesting. You guys should give me five stars. Just saying. Rate and review. iTunes. Okay. I had to set the tone with that sound y'all just heard. It's about to get creepy. <laughs> so I want to I want to share um a story of sleep paralysis that actually happened with me. Uh when I was a kid, I was in middle school. Um I woke up like stupid early in the morning. I think it was like I don't know, between 2 and 4 in the morning, something like that. And everyone knows like, you know, that's that's like peak hours of like paranormal experiences and all that stuff at three between was it 3 a.m and between 3 and 4 a.m that's supposedly the witch's hour and that's the most popular time for paranormal shit to happen you know so anyways I I wake up and it's dark as shit but I can still see something else that's darker it doesn't it, it didn't have a shape really it's just darker than everything else around me, if that makes sense. I can make out the items in my room and things like that. Um, I remember I wanted to run to my parents' room, which I don't know what the fuck they <laughs> would have done to protect me from a dark, shapeless figure. But at the time, all I could think was, Mommy, please help me. <laughs> but um, the problem was I couldn't move. That's that's what scared me the most. I tried to scream. I tried to call out for help, but I, I, I couldn't, you know, I couldn't do anything. So all I could really do was sit there or lay there and wait for this dark, shapeless figure to leave or do whatever it wanted to me, you know. So I started to move. I mean, excuse me. It started to move um, closer to me. And then the the closer it got to me, honestly, the air, it felt thicker, like it was heavy and it was like harder to breathe, let alone scream, you know, and I've, I've had a lot of experiences with the paranormal. And usually when you, well, not usually, but sometimes uh, when you are uh, experiencing something paranormal, the air can feel thicker and it can feel like it's harder to breathe. 
you know, so that's what it, that's what it reminded me of, or that's what, that's what I, I guess, tie it to as an adult from other experiences. But so anyways, then it sat on my chest, (laughs) which really sucked because it was heavy and I couldn't, I still couldn't move. I still couldn't scream. And I could hear myself thinking, Amber, just wake up, just move, do something, scream, something. You know what I mean? But I I couldn't do a thing. There's nothing I could do. I can feel my heart racing. You know, it was, it was, it, it would get closer to my face and I could, I could feel its breath on my face, which is really creepy, but it, it still had no shape. It's like the closer it got to me, the darker it got around me, which, which was really uh, fucking terrifying. You know, remind, I'm in middle school at this point. I'm probably like 10 or 11 or something like that, you know? And um, whew, it's creepy remembering it. <laughs> at one point, I was like so scared that I, I feel, I feel like I was like finally, like I was getting the strength to move, like to scream. And then I did because it started off like a, like a, and then it just kind of grew into this loud scream. I don't, I don't know if my mom really remembers this or not, but she came rushing into my room, scared to death because I was screaming. You know, as far as she knew, there was there's somebody got in the house. You know, <laughs> like there was an intruder. You know, but I, I don't, I, I didn't know how to explain to her what I saw or what I experienced at that time. I didn't know, so I just, I just told her I had a bad dream. Yeah, I didn't know what else to say. You know. So as an adult, this would have been a great time to watch like Family Guy until you forgot about what happened. But (laughs) Family Guy wasn't invented yet when I was in middle school. So, oh, man, (laughs) you know, until this day, if I have like bad dreams or nightmares or anything like that, I'll watch Family Guy or American Dad or so that's what I'll turn on to take my mind off bullshit, you know, but um. So I was like still really tired at this point too. So I was, but I was also afraid to go to sleep. Like I didn't want that thing to come back. I didn't want, if it was a dream, I didn't want to go back to sleep because it it feels like every time you have a nightmare and you wake up and you get away from the monster or the killer or whatever, and you wake up, you're like, oh, thank God. And then you go back to sleep and that motherfucker's like, I've been waiting for you. And you're like, son of a bitch. (laughs) Like like you always pick up where you left off which is really fucking annoying but like when you have a really good dream and you're just like "Mm, yeah I'm swimming in money there's bitches everywhere or whatever your good dream is (laughs) it's like "Mm, about the bone Jennifer Lopez finally ah (laughs) you wake up and you're like I'm just gonna go back to sleep I'll pick up where I left off and then Jennifer Lopez isn't there it's really annoying anywho (laughs) <laughs> so I was, I was afraid to go back to sleep um so my mom she sat with me for a few you know and uh I eventually fell back asleep and I guess she ended up going back to bed too and so at the time um and because there was no family guy I would read Archie comics once upon a time because I used to collect Archie comics you know that's that was my family guy replacement before family guy <laughs> Yeah, I still have a lot of those Archie comics, actually. So any other Archie comic collectors out there? Am I the only person who? Okay. Pretend I didn't say that if there's nobody else. And if there are other people, what's up, partner? How you doing, fam? <laughs> so yeah, um, I ended up falling back asleep. Um, it did not return 
at least not that night, you know, but I think Archie had my back because I read some of that before I went to sleep. But I've had other sleep paralysis experiences in my lifetime. And that one, of course, was one of the most memorable. God, sleep paralysis can be fucking horrifying. It really can be. If if you've ever experienced uh, this before, share your story. Email me, you know, at ambersmilesjones at gmail.com. My my whole name there. Uh, I would love to do like maybe some listener uh, story episodes, you know, maybe once a month or so. You know, send in your ghost stories, your true crime stories from your hometowns. Maybe, you know, your neighbor dated a serial killer and you want to talk about it. You know, alien stories. Maybe you were abducted or some shit. Maybe you got some confessions you want to get off your chest. Whatever. Yeah, that'd be fire. That'd be dope. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And um, stick toward the end of this podcast episode because we are going to have a couple of call-ins. I actually uh, got two people to call in. It's fantastic. I didn't have to threaten anyone. It was great. Yay. So I've got some more sleep paralysis stories to share brought to you by the internet. But uh, first, mama has to use little girl's room. So I will be right back. (laughs) I had a huge lemonade before I started recording. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. I'm totally kidding. I found a soundboard. (laughs) a soundboard app and I just want to test it out. Anywho, let's, this is what we do on Professionally Silly. All right, so let's jump into the scary sleep paralysis stories, shall we? All right, so here is our first one um, brought to you once again by my search engine, hashtag Google. Um, All right, so this person writes, It happens every time I fall asleep on my back. I wake up and I can't tell if my eyes are open or shut, but I can see my whole room. Now, if you guys remember, I mentioned the same thing in my experience. I can see everything around me. Everything is there, but it was just dark as fuck. (laughs) Okay, but I can see my whole room. The dark presence is lurking on top of my wardrobe. And I'm assuming a wardrobe is like a closet, like a closet that's outside of like a, you know, like it's like a dresser that you can hang clothes in too. I don't know what the fuck a wardrobe is. This person is fancy. <laughs> All right, so the dark presence is lurking on top of my wardrobe. And as soon as I notice it, I try and scream. But I can't scream. I can't move. The darkness slithers down the side of my wardrobe, across the floor, and looms over the end of my bed. Then it creeps all over me, trying to invade every orifice. I feel an immense pressure, like it, like it's pinned me down, and it's pushing its way into my ears, eyes, and mouth. The darkness then screams in a terrible screech into my face, and I try to scream back until eventually I manage to jerk my head and everything disappears, and I'm alone in the darkness. It is the most terrifying experience. Bruh, that's creepy as fuck, okay? (laughs) I feel like she and I may have experienced the same dark figure. 
I think I think many people who experience sleep paralysis see the same type of figure. Not everyone. I, I know that a lot of people have like different experiences, but that dark figure seems to be one of the most you know, popular ones. And that wardrobe thing, it threw me off a bit. Okay. I I think it's like a closet that's actually like a huge wooden chest or some shit. I don't know. Okay. I've had closets and dressers in my, in my lifetime. So what the fuck do I know? Okay. What can I say? I'm a basic bitch. (laughs) Shit. Oh God. I'm going to have fucking nightmares after recording this. I just know it. You guys better better give this podcast five stars, damn it. Okay. <laughs> All right. So this next one, um, it's like an, uh, it's just, it's weird. All right. <sighs> I call this one the Exorcist Sleeper. And I just realized I didn't name the first one. We're going to call it Lurking on the Wardrobe. I can't get over that wardrobe thing. All right. So let's get, <laughs> let's get to the Exorcist Sleeper. I just, I named it myself. You like it? Yeah. Okay. I see manifestations of horror in my bedroom at least once a week. From random people chilling on the chair at the bottom of my bed, to creepy old ladies, to swarms of flying ants or bats. The worst thing I saw was someone hanging right above my head. I couldn't move. I wanted to cry. I couldn't sleep in my room for a few days after that. The likelihood of it being of it happening increases whether there's someone in my bed. This is mega ox, and he spells it a w k s like awkward. <laughs> Recently, some Tinder dude told me in the morning that I was like the fucking exorcist last night, and he definitely wasn't talking about activities that happened when I was awake. Fuck my life. So <laughs> that was the story. <laughs> First off, dear, uh, your bedroom home is haunted as fuck. I don't know which one. Second, I don't do swarms of anything alive or when dreaming, especially shit that crawls or flies. Third, uh, don't be taking people home from Tinder. That's how you get serial killed. Okay. <laughs> that was a professionally silly life rule right there, y'all. Don't get serial killed. Now, I don't know, maybe I've, maybe that particular person is haunted or something. I don't know. It's like like no matter where he sleeps, I'm assuming this this writer is is a gay man for some reason. I don't know. I don't know why. Leave me alone. Every story is open to interpretation. Okay, but <laughs> I I don't know. I, I I feel like so. Okay, when he said when he said I was like the fucking exorcist when his tender lover said that to him <laughs> um i'm assuming obviously he wasn't talking about sex but he was probably moving around and flailing about and stuff so depending on what he was seeing probably he, his body was reacting to it in his dream that's that's what i'm guessing because i remember i when i was like in the childhood home i grew up in i think i was in high school at this point but i remember having a dream that I <laughs> that legit me and Jackie Chan were like best friends and we were like it was like the scene from Rumble in the Bronx or something because I had just seen that movie that night um, and it was like um, so anyways Jackie Chan and I were fighting all these fucking horrible people in the Bronx all these bad guys and we're like fighting and we're you know I'm punching this motherfucker in the face or whatever and all of a sudden my hand 
punches something super hard and it hurts so much that I wake up and I realize I just punched the wall. So (laughs) it's possible. That shit hurt like a fucking bitch. Let me tell you, I am super, super lucky that I didn't break my goddamn hand because that, yeah. So I'm assuming um, his dream or his, I don't want to call it sleep paralysis because if he was moving, then it's not really a paralysis. But he mentioned that he has had lots of weird things happening at night. And one of one of the surefire things, the sleep paralysis that many people experience, like I said, the dark masses or creepy old ladies, even swarms of insects or things that fly like bats and spiders and shit like that. People do experience that as well. Luckily for me, I've never experienced that. The dark mass slash demon thing is bad enough. I'm good. I'm good. Nope. No, ma'am. No. I'm good. (laughs) Also, guys. Just trying to see how long I could hold that. Um, (laughs) In other news, you guys will um, every now and then hear like these random uh, but very important PSAs uh, on my podcast that Anchor has asked us to record and share with the universe. They're all positive and stuff. So if you hear something randomly positive after being scared to death, like when we're talking about ghosts or demons or true crime or the stupid shit that people do in the world, that's what it's about. But it's important. So listen to it. Okay? Yeah, I just want to warn you guys because I don't I can't control where they place those those specific ads. So they just be like, I'm just going to sprinkle this in here. I'm like, all right. (laughs) So I apologize ahead of time if it fucks up the vibe, but it's important shit. So listen to that. I'm trying to save your lives. Okay. Me and the ad council are working together to save your lives. Pay attention. So this next one, guys, um, it's all in the title. My dead cousin was in my bed. That's that to me. Seems pretty self-explanatory as to what the fuck we're about to talk about. <laughs> All right, so um, this uh, this person writes, So I am in my early 20s, and I used to have mild hallucinations when waking up without without the use of an alarm while being unable to move. This was years ago, and it never really bothered me, but it happened this morning, which was kind of my fault. So I hung a jacket from the hood of a closet door on the way from the, excuse me. So I hung a jacket, excuse me, from the hood of a closet door on the way in front of me the night before. And when I woke, I saw a woman standing there with the jacket on and her back turned. Somehow I assumed someone I knew was laying in the bed beside me. I don't know who I was trying to yell to the person beside me. Then slowly, the woman turns so I can see her from the side, and it was my cousin, who died last year and was just staring at the mirror on the door. At this point, I'm losing my shit, but I can't seem to yell out. Then, all of a sudden, I regain movement and end up yelling. You see her, right? Right? What the fuck is happening? I turn 
and there is just a blanket lying beside me. And when I look back, I easily make out just the jacket hanging on my closet door. No one was in the room with me. I'm still freaked out. Yo, there is nothing more terrifying than waking up, bro, and seeing a pile of laundry that doubles as a demon when the lights go out. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just, <laughs> I feel like I need to express that fear. I know I am not the only person who thought like an article of their clothing or like a pile of your laundry was like a demon trying to steal your soul. Like, <laughs> My jacket hanging on my doorknob has given me several many heart attacks <laughs> and many lo- and many residences that I've resided in. All right. <laughs> Hell, if my hair grazes my ear, I'm shitting on myself. That's it. <laughs> like, I don't like shit touching me. I don't, okay. I don't like things that look like demons in the night. I, I'm not a fan. <laughs> uh, but yeah, bro, listen, uh, Fucking put your clothes in the closet and close the door. We need to start doing that, guys. (laughs) It's the only way to stay safe. (laughs) Put your clothes away. (laughs) We have ourselves another wardrobe story. And I got to say, I'm super glad that I've never owned one now. (laughs) Still not quite sure what the fuck it is. (laughs) But yeah. All right. So... This writer shares, let me see, here it is. I have it a few times a year. The most memorable one was a time I woke up in my bed unable to move. Now, guys, this seems to be a a normal occurrence for sleep paralysis. I woke up in my bed unable to move, and I looked to the left towards my wardrobe. The bed beside my locker was gone. And in the open door of the wardrobe was a little old lady with long snow white hair and floaty gray ragged clothes. Classic hag, really. She saw me and started screaming. You shouldn't be able to see me. You shouldn't see me. Repeatedly screamed that. Then she vanished and reappeared at my bedroom door, peering through the crack. Then I was able to move and really wake up and everything was normal. Uh, First of all, what the entire fuck? I, (laughs) I can't imagine this bitch said you shouldn't be able to see me. That shit makes me think that these spirits be fucking with us on purpose at that time because they know we're not all there mentally during sleep paralysis, you know, and we can't defend ourselves. That's some premeditated shit. And that's a crime. Damn it. That's how I see. Oh my God. That is great. You shouldn't be able to see me. Nah. Nope. Mm -mm. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I disagree with this. Bullheartedly. Now this, this next one is kind of scary, but awesome. (laughs) we have someone who experienced sleep paralysis and decided to fight back. All right, let's see what this person has to say. I had a very vivid dream 
Then suddenly I felt myself being violently dragged across my bed. And I then had a sensation that I was being flung around by my leg above the bed. After a minute, I was lying on my belly and felt something push me down into the bed and cover me with my duvet trying to smother me. I composed myself and wiggled my toes and by this point was very angry. Something in me said, don't look, but I wanted to. I saw a small black figure on my bed and lunged at it, swinging my arms and shouting at it. I went back to sleep. And today I've been thinking about it more than usual. Sleep paralysis episodes, as it was, it was definitely super vivid. I have been saying all day I want that little black thing to come back so I can swing at it again and show it that I'm not scared. I feel really defiant now. I'm <laughs> I'm going to pretend this was a woman who wrote this because, you know, girl power and whatnot. Um, <laughs> but I've <laughs> I've had many different experiences with sleep paralysis and a few of them I panicked some of them I was scared but strong enough to pray for help like you know like I would be like oh I'm you know I'm protected I'm saved you know uh Jesus all that you know <laughs> you know and then there were times where I was pissed and I tried to fight back as well you know and then there were also times where you know I just I just was calm and just wait for it to be to be over you know but yeah there were definitely times where I I dared it to come back so I could kick its ass because it's exhausting and it's frustrating you know you're asleep and some demon asshole wakes you up and it's like what the fuck you know (laughs) you know but I think the the thing that worked the best for me to get out of that particular feeling was when I stayed calm and just waited for it to pass that it's it's easier said than done obviously but that's what worked for me but look I need my damn sleep okay and I'm a complete bitch when I'm tired or hungry or sick or it's that time of the month or Mondays you know what I'm just a bitch like all the time so watch out (laughs) yeah all right so um this next one uh, oh, yeah. Okay. So this next story uh, was one that I heard. Um, I don't remember where I heard it from, but I remember thinking, holy shit, when I heard it. <laughs> so, you know, when you hear or see something that makes you physically gag, this story did that for me. Anywho, enjoy. <laughs> so it was a guy who uh, has experienced sleep paralysis since he was like 10 years old. And in one of his experiences, he was asleep and it was like he was dreaming in third person. He could see himself sleeping in his bed. He could also uh, feel that he was extremely thirsty. Now, here's the part where I gagged Um, (laughs) what he decided to do to quench his thirst. Uh, So he decided to pick up some batteries in this dream state. Now, this is you know, in his dream state, he broke them open and then consumed the acid inside of them to quench his thirst. Then for some reason, he switched from the uh, the third person of the dream to first person, and he could feel the burning from the acid in his mouth and down his throat. Now that that, that uh, 
Ugh. Now, this, I don't even know what to say about that. So, <laughs> you know, all, all kinds of sounds of just displeasure. This was the moment that he woke up into a sleep paralysis state. Now, which by now we know he wasn't completely awake. He could still feel the burning sensation from the acid that he had consumed in his dreams, but he could not move or speak, which is, as you know, by now, common thing in sleep paralysis you know now can you imagine just i mean thinking that you just drank acid and you you can't do shit to fix it like you can't drink any water you can't call out for help you can't do shit that's terrifying that's terrifying now and, and to be honest with you there are a lot of people when they do experience sleep paralysis they can hear feel smell like pretty much all those five senses they can't you know, touch, reach out and touch certain things, but they can feel things, you know, like there is a few stories, um, you know, where someone would say they can, uh, f- they can feel the warmth of, of, of the demons or the ghost breath, or if, if their paralysis experience was a little more violent, they'll say something like, well, I saw, a dark figure and it had a knife and it was standing over me and it was covered in blood and I felt the warm blood drip on my skin. There are some people who experience sleep paralysis that get that detailed. You know what I mean? So it's, it can be fucking terrifying. Anywho, all right, so back to the story. So um, the guy in this story, he tries to, to move or at least make a sound so that his dog can help him wake up completely. And don't forget, you know, at this point, his mouth and his throat are still burning to him, you know. So, um, but he couldn't get his, he couldn't move. His dog was still asleep. He couldn't do anything. So he decided to stay calm and stop fighting. Eventually, he was able to completely come out of his sleep paralysis and he woke up. And he no longer, you know, didn't feel that burning sensation, but he was fucking thirsty as hell. (laughs) So, look, y'all, I... I don't have time to be swallowing battery acid. I have shit to do, damn it. Okay. Now they say say that if, like I said, if you want to escape your sleep paralysis faster, they say the best thing that you can do is stay calm and don't panic, which of course is easier said than done. Like I said before. Now, this logically makes sense. If one panics during this state, then your mind tends to be more open to negative thoughts, which can turn into what seems to be living fucking nightmares. (laughs) So this could explain why people tend to see ghosts or demons or experience other paranormal type situations. But let me be clear, okay? I want to be extremely clear. I am not a scientist or even a paranormal expert. I do have uh, an interest in these fields, but I, I, there's no PhD here, okay? <laughs> and I've had experiences with sleep paralysis on and off since I was a kid. And I have had many experiences with the paranormal um, in my waking hours as a child and an adult. Like, I'm not like a medium or anything. Like, they don't follow me and ask me to, like, solve their murders or anything, but... <laughs> or anything like that. But I've I've just experienced some things because I go to haunted locations and do paranormal investigation. So when you go looking for it, sometimes you fucking find it, you know. But um so I, I, I know a little about this shit, but I also would like to I also like to take 
a logical stance to my experiences if I can. I don't want to be like, oh, the floor creaked. Clearly a demon is here. Like I'm not, (laughs) you know, like I'll try to debunk what it is before I go. Yeah, this is definitely a poltergeist, you know, (laughs) like, yeah, that's just me. So yeah. Anyways, we have ourselves another story here. I have to be honest, I don't like things whispering to me that I can't see. That's just how I feel. So you guys are going to enjoy this one. (laughs) All right. So it says here, I've never had any visual encounters, but when it happened the first time, I was laying on on my left side and started to feel that pressure on my chest. When I realized I was paralyzed and started panicking, something whispered in my ear. Just coming in to say goodnight. That's when I felt like something was pushing me towards the edge of my bed. Terrifying shit. Um, looky here, Mr. Demon. I I do not need you to come in and say anything to me, let alone goodnight. Okay? <laughs> Just coming in to say goodnight. Don't do that. <laughs> I don't need I don't need that. <laughs> what the fuck? I feel like if you have to wait until I'm at a state of consciousness uh, that like that particular state of consciousness to communicate with me, we don't have a lot in common and the way I see it, we have nothing to discuss. So, uh bye Felicia. That <laughs> that's, that's just how I feel. And I will not apologize for it. Alright, so this next one is weird. Uh, unless you have like some sort of weird demonic kink. I'm I'm just gonna read it. I just I just did not realize I would find a slate paralysis story that could possibly be a porn hub category. So let's just get to it. Uh, <laughs> oh, internets, the information you provide us. God bless you. Um <laughs> All right, where oh there it is. The this person shares. Sleep paralysis has started since I was 7 and it was scary. I remember the walls shaking and a ringing in my ears going through a tunnel. This continued into my teens and sometimes I felt like I was battling entire groups of demons that spoke strange languages. Then I explored lucid dreaming and following my spirit guides until they became unpredictable and began biting me and being evil in general. Then, in my late 20s, I discovered that I could have sex with the beings. Now, I know that you're thinking, that is disgusting. (laughs) I I don't know what to think, sir. (laughs) I know it's a dude. Only dudes their dicks inside of anything including demons what the fuck (laughs) so he says i would move my hand to my private area and (laughs) and have an orgasm by myself without ever touching myself strictly in my head this would immediately send me to sleep afterwards and (laughs) it has this is so gross it has (laughs) the added effect of making the paralysis enjoyable. Yeah, this is a dude. There is no way this is not a guy. This is a dude. Yeah, dude, uh, put my dick in a demon last night. 
It's awesome. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> Only a man would share this. Like, I just, I don't know. So basically, this dude said, uh, nope, no more fear for me. I'm just going to fuck him instead. Like, I, <laughs> I guess that's one way to deal with sleep paralysis. It just reminded me of like that episode of, uh, actually several episodes of South Park when Mr. Garrison is actually like playing the character of Donald Trump and he's like, I'm going to fuck everybody to death. <laughs> I'm fucking everybody to death. <laughs> like, <laughs> ah, thank you, internet. This, I swear to God, if I log on Pornhub and this is a fucking category, I might watch it. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm curious. Fuck, what? <laughs> Listen, guys, if there is... <laughs> Anything you can take from this podcast episode, it's don't drink acid. (laughs) Also, uh, don't ever purchase a wardrobe. Apparently spirits love those things. Stay stay away from wardrobes, okay? Demons love those. Professionally silly life rules, guys. I'm trying to keep you alive. (laughs) This is my job. It's the only reason this podcast was created. It's to keep you safe. (laughs) Listeners... Please do me a favor. In the spirit of giving, give this podcast five stars on iTunes and share the professionally silly podcast with a friend. It actually helps uh, get my show out there. You know, people will continue to miss out on all of my awesome if you don't help them out by finding me. So you leave me five stars, I get more listeners. Yay! Wink, wink. Okay. So before we end this podcast episode, I wanted to share with you my most recent sleep paralysis experience. It actually, excuse me, actually happened a few days ago. And um, it it, it actually, it's actually responsible as to why this podcast episode is happening this week. So technically, my nightmares are the reason you're currently entertained. You know, you guys are some selfish assholes. Can I just... (laughs) So, um, the other night I was laying in bed. This is like this week. I was laying in bed and um, at about three or four in the morning, I I thought I saw a dark figure that was hanging from my ceiling, like doing that Spider-Man shit, you know. In my mind, I was terrified, but I was also extremely tired. Now, for some insane reason, I fell back asleep for a few moments. Then I opened my eyes again because I I could hear like a like a really deep, raspy whisper in my right ear. Like I, the voice, the voice was so deep it it literally it it sent shivers down my spine, guys. I couldn't even get that sentence out because I'm fucking remembering it just talking about it Ugh. so <laughs> when it spoke um it 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 made my body like vibrate if that makes any sense like I literally felt shivers like it felt like like you know like like all right try this guys we're gonna we're gonna do this together you like you close your mouth and you make sure that your teeth are touching the bottom and top row and then just hum like you know like that feeling like you can feel the vibration on your teeth like against your lips or whatever when you do it it felt like that but it was like my whole body you know and I I honestly don't I don't know how else to describe it but the thing is crazy um the crazy thing is is I 
I, I do rem- I, I don't remember what it said, honestly. I don't remember what it said at all. I just remember not being able to move, not being able to speak. I remember the, the vibrating feeling. And I also remember like how the, the voice sounded. It was really raspy and deep. It was weird. And I remember being able to look around the room with my eyes because I was like looking for Sammy, my cat, Samantha. I was looking for her because at the same time, I was also worried about my cat because, you know, I'm an animal lover and I'm a wonderful person. So, um, but yeah, it was, it was extremely, it was just a really helpless feeling. I hate it. I hate it. I don't like it. I don't like it. You know, it never occurred to me to fuck it. <laughs> I never thought I should have sex with this thing. It never occurred to me. Not once. <laughs> Not once. So anyways, I woke up uh, the next morning and I said to myself, this would make a great podcast episode. And here we are. <laughs> here we are. We have reached one of my favorite parts of the podcast. Why am I talking like that? I want to go ahead and uh, shout out Marvelous Podcast for the review on iTunes. Can I just, I love receiving reviews on there. I read them as soon as I get them. I do. I I don't want to brag or anything, but I now have seven written reviews. So, yeah. Marvelous Podcasts says, Hi, I finally found you on Apple Podcasts. Your episodes are marvelous. I look forward to hearing more. And that's like, that's their words. Like I'm quoting them. I I can't make this. I mean, I could, but you know, why? <laughs> you know? Oh man, look at me getting a big head over here. My episodes are marvelous. You heard... That's what they said. <laughs> Thank you so much for your review and uh, leaving this, leaving me uh, five stars. I really appreciate that. And um, also, thank you for taking the time to let me know that you enjoy my content because I feel validated as fuck right now. So thank you. Oh, and guess what time it is, guys? It's time for Collins. 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 I, I don't know. Maybe should we like. I don't know. Should I have like a theme song for that? No, I don't get enough call-ins to do that. Maybe one day we'll have a theme song for that. <laughs> you know. But to remember, if you want to call in and be put on my podcast, uh, call or text my Google my Google Voice number eight zero five six six four one eight two eight. So um, let's see what uh, these callers had to say. I actually haven't heard these yet. I just got the notification and I was like, you know, I need to put this in one of my episodes. So we're going to do it today. Let's do it. Amber, this is Cliffy Mac, the OG of the Smile Squad, coming to you from the beautiful city of Greenville, South Carolina. Love you. And I thought I'd pop in and catch one of your episodes. And I still love it. Still love you. And I want you to know to keep doing that. Right? Just to show you some love. And your boy Cliffy Mac is back in tip top. And hey, I appreciate your kind words. I really do. So this is me showing you some love. Cliffy Mac. Check out Cliffy Mac's Clean Podcast. 
That's my guy, Cliffy Mac. What's up, man? I feel like we haven't spoken in forever. Cliffy Mac has a dope-ass podcast called Cliffy Mac's Clean Podcast. He is a fellow podcaster. Um, I met him through the Anchor app. Well, we actually haven't met. We're just both anchor-er, podcaster-ers, if that makes any sense. But yeah, he he's definitely one of the OGs of the Smile Squad. One of my first listeners, actually, uh, for this podcast, which is fire. Shout out to Greenville, South Carolina. Hello, my South Carolina listeners. As you guys know from a few episodes ago, we learned that uh, professionally silly is pretty much taking over the world. We got like a lot of countries tuning in. So fuck yeah. And I love you too, Cliffy. I love you too, man. I need to check out some of your, uh, some of your new stuff. I have not had time to listen or do anything. I have been so busy (laughs) with all of my content. Sleep hasn't even been an option lately. So you know how that is. But thank you so much for your love and support. Listeners, make sure you guys check out the Cliffy Max clean podcast once again cliffy max clean podcast dude is awesome dude is awesome all right let's check out our next caller shall we yo this is trends here i just got your message it's been a while since i've been on the app and if you definitely want to still collab or whatever just let me know and I've had a lot of people tell me that I need to start doing podcasts just because of my voice and the way it sounds and this, that, the other. But anyways, hit me up. Let me know what you want to do. And I uh, will talk to you then. You have a great day. Hey, okay. So that wasn't a, um, I love your podcast. You have the sexiest voice I've ever heard. Uh, your creativity and beauty and talent is something out of this world. He didn't say any of those things, but we may have ourselves a new podcaster that we can collab with. So that's fun. And he does have a nice voice. He should be a podcaster. He's fucking correct. Uh, his, his name is Trends. Um, I, I, I know he has a couple of uh, some things there, but he hasn't been on the consistent side yet. So maybe I can uh, actually we can convince him and be like, hey, man, get on board. There's fun to be had. Jump on jump on the train. Get on there. <laughs> Trends, thank you so much for calling up. I'm sure you're like, why the fuck did she put this? on her podcast that was just i was leaving a message (laughs) well i put it on there because i was like all right let's hear the next caller and i didn't know what it was going to be until i heard it and it was too late and now you're part of my episode so suck on that yeah that was aggressive for no reason but you know that's how i do That's how I do. Also, listeners, before we end this podcast, be sure to stick around for two promo trailers from a couple of my favorite true crime podcasts. I said, God damn, and Dumb and Busted. I love those bitches. They're amazing. Um, Also, make sure you guys check out the links in the show notes of this podcast. Um, Lots of awesome bonus information for you guys in there. Uh, Like my social media information. I've got TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. Oh, and by the way, I love reading your tweets. So tweet us, Lusta. What else is going on with my life? Oh, yes. 
uh, as I mentioned before, guys, I've got myself a YouTube channel that is also called Professionally Silly. That's right. I'm one of those YouTube people. So leave me alone. So join in on the silly visually. Follow, subscribe, fan me, like me, whatever you want to call it. Let's let's just have some fun. Okay, let's have some fun together. Let's laugh together. So I'm going to go ahead and thank you guys so much for uh, reviewing this podcast and showing your support because it means a lot to me. When you guys reach out, whether it's via Twitter or iTunes review, my Google Voice, Anchor, or you can just do what Trends did. Just leave me a message. Say, hey. Uh, <laughs> he, he's going to be so confused when he hears this. He's going to be like, I don't understand why I'm in this podcast. <laughs> Trends, guess what? That was your first collab. <laughs> That was your first one. So anyways, when you guys contact me and let me know what you think about the show, it inspires me to keep going. And um, it lets me know that you guys are not only listening to my podcast, but you're enjoying what you're listening to. And I, it, it makes my heart all warm inside and whatnot. So um, I'm shouting out every single one of you, all of you listeners, all of you. Thank you so much for those of you supporting the Professionally Silly podcast and YouTube channel because uh, you guys are kicking so much ass. And uh, don't forget to uh, check out my new YouTube series called Paranormal Blacktivity. Yeah, it's a new series on my YouTube channel, uh, Professionally Silly. It's actually one of my subscribers helped me name it. Um, shout out to you, Dimage. Hey, girl. So, <laughs> hey, baby. <laughs> so, um, you know, the best part, don't you love the title, first of all? The title is great. Paranormal Black Activity. So there's not a lot of um, black paranormal investigators out there, at least not many that I know of. But, you know, black people don't usually fuck with the spirits. I'm just one of the weird ones. <laughs> so, so far, I got uh, three episodes up for the Paranormal Black Activity series. I went to the Pasadena Bridge, which is also known, which is actually it's called the uh Colorado Street Bridge. I couldn't speak for some, for a second, but it's also uh, known, well known as the Suicide Bridge, and I'm assuming you can guess why. It's not because everybody does their taxes there. No, um, I went I went there with two of my friends who were also YouTubers, uh, Ari Fitz and Jade Fox. Um, they they also happen to be black and don't fuck with the spirits, so their reactions in that video was priceless. Then I, um, I made another video when I went back for, um, the 3 a.m. challenge at the suicide bridge with my friend, Angela Maria, another YouTuber. And she had a podcast, but she wasn't consistent with it, but she does have a podcast. I'm just not sure if she's still doing stuff in it. Anyways, um, that video was wild as fuck. Okay. We got lots of EVPs. We um, used a spirit box. We had dowsing rods, you know, a K2 meter. Shit got real. Okay, shit got real. And guys, this Sunday, I'll be releasing a... Oop, got myself a little email there. This Sunday, I'll be um, posting these the newest episode of Paranormal Blacktivity when I went to the Hollywood Roosevelt Hotel, a hotel that was actually built in the 1920s with a lot of ghostly experiences, you know, since then. Even Marilyn Monroe sightings have occurred there, which makes sense because she lived there for like 
two years at one point. So yeah, make sure you guys subscribe to my channel, Professionally Silly, and subscribe to my podcast, obviously, uh, because we'd be getting weird up in here. That's what we do. Tell your friends, tell your family about this podcast and my YouTube channel. Let Professionally Silly fly, baby. Help me fly. <laughs> Once again, I'm your audible boo thing, Amber Smiles Jones. And thank you so much for listening to the Professionally Silly Station here on Anchor FM, where I take my silliness seriously. Feel free to call in about any episode of Professionally Silly that you've heard. If you um if you don't have Anchor app and you um, would like to call in, you still can. Don't forget, I've got my Google voice number. You can call, leave me, leave me a message, or shoot me a text. 805-664-1828. Hit me up on Twitter at TrueSmilesJones. T-R-U, then the word smiles and my last name Jones. And it's all down in the episode notes below. Or you can email me at ambersmilesjones at gmail.com. Um, tell me which episode that you listen to and share your opinion, whatever it may be. And um, get it. <laughs> the best part is you get a chance to hear your voice or what you wrote on the air. So yeah, that's fun. Until next time, my loves, watch where you step because there's pieces of shit everywhere. Also, um, check out these dope-ass promos for uh, two of my favorite true crime podcasts. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Bye. Hey, true crime listeners, check out our podcast, I Said Goddamn. We're a true crime comedy podcast hosted by two besties who like to share messed up cases that make you say goddamn. Every Sunday, we try to one-up each other's story by sharing a horrific case the other has never heard of. Along the way, we splash in some wildly inappropriate jokes and colorful language. Listen every Sunday from any of your favorite podcast directories. Also, follow us on Twitter at ISGDpodcast or visit our website, isgdpodcast.com. Dumb and Busted has been called, quote, one of America's greatest treasures by three out of three hosts of the show. Dumb and Busted is a weekly true crime comedy podcast with stories of exceptionally smart and insanely dumb crimes. Comedian Hunter Donaldson has hailed it as the greatest thing to come out of Portland since comedian Hunter Donaldson, who is me, also hosts the show. Podcasters Allison Copeland and Hannah Ether praise Dumb and Busted as, quote, found on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Just more rave reviews from two other people who host the show. Catch us every Thursday and follow us at Dumb and Busted on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Crime you later!